And off we go into the wild blue yonder with podcast number 35. Podcast 35. Pretty cool thing, man. Done one of these a night for about the last month and a half. And today's date, October 28th, currently about 9.51 in the evening. Been utilizing the new podcasting microphone that we've become equipped with. <coughs> it's a whole lot better than that other microphone I had, but quite not quite as good as that little MacBook and uh, Mac microphone that we had when we started. Mm. Well, an eventful day. Uh, much skullduggery was accomplished on the internet in support of Alan's quest, Kicksock Quest, for the U.S. Senate seat. Unfortunately, here we are at the 29th of October, and we have run out of money. So, it appears that we will not make a last-ditch uh, broadcast schedule to give our work another opportunity to whack on Saxby, at least not through conventional means. Uh, we do have several other operations running at the moment, though, that are rather intriguing to play around with, I have to say that. I'm not going to get into specifics on this podcast, because this thing may actually surface at some point in time later, later in time, and I certainly don't want to uh, have any actionable stuff going on as a result of my own big mouth. But I will say that working with Chris Barber is a hoot. <laughs> that guy comes up with some ideas. So we've basically been running a psychological warfare operation on Saxby headquarters. Well, actually, we've been running three. But the one we initiated uh, Monday should be a real topper. You know, it, it basically goes once again back to the concept that not everybody working for Saxby is working for Saxby, although they certainly aren't working for us. You know, it, uh, our conversations with people that have been in politics for any period of time uh, tend to support the concept that when it gets down to crunch time, the week before the election, all that nasty staff stuff that was going on for the last however long the staff's been together kind of comes to a head, you know, unless through some miracle your candidate is so far out in front that it's a shoo-in, you know, there's no way you can lose. Then I guess people can maintain the facade of civility that we normally have with one another. But if you're involved in a team effort and it looks like the team may lose, well then, fingers begin to get pointed. I've seen that uh, same phenomenon showing up on national sites, reference the national election. A lot of chatter out there about uh, McCain's crew going, going bonkers. Sarah's gone rogue. She's a rogue vice presidential agent. <laughs> out there doing whatever the hell she wants to do. <laughs> rogue VP. Now there's a damn lie. That's a rock band title. Rogue vice president. Yeah, I'll have to save that concept for later. Uh, yeah, later construction. We can add to that. Rogue vice presidents. That's a good name for a rock band. But anyway, so what we're trying to do over at the uh, Shambles camp is uh, sow dissension and distrust. And, uh, you know, make that vein on the side of his head and just start popping a little bit more. Make that knee start aching just a little bit more. Because probably when this is all said and done, he will be reelected. And now, because I know for a fact we are not going to be able to get enough of a footprint between now and election day so that Alan could bump him out of the way and run and be in the runoff against Martin. Although I think he could win against Martin. That would be the ultimate underdog race. You know, we would have to make a direct national appeal. We're the Libertarian Party. We have no money. I mean, this man ran the Senate race on less than $4,000. 
if we pick up seven, eight percent, nine percent, because he's gotten a lot of plugs. I mean, his me traditional media exposure for Allen has not been that bad. We make sure his name comes up at least daily at the Atlanta Journal Constitution in the comment section if it's not in an article. Uh, we try to do as much as we can with Creative Loafy, Peach Pundit, Jason Pye's blog, and anywhere else on the internet we run into his name. Give you an idea of the kind of work we're doing on a daily basis. Uh, essentially, we're doing five media sweeps a day. Um, a media sweep is uh, careful cruise by selected blogs and publications. The AJC, uh, Peach Pundit, Jason Pye's blog, FireSaxby.com, Saxby's home page, Allen's home page, Jim Martin's home page, Tondi's Tavern. Of course, now I don't deal with the Dem side of the house because uh, I just don't like the feelings I get when I go over there. But, you know, my compadre Chris, he's, he's not above it. It doesn't bother him. So I kind of work the right side, he works the left side. And we pull our uh, morning media suite, see if we got any nuggets out there that can be exploited or extracted for use later. Uh, perhaps we plant something. You know, it depends. That's one of the the neat things about this process. It's kind of like you know, you don't you do the same thing every day, but you don't do it exactly the same. You know, and when you see a nugget that you can react to, well, then you got to plant. You know, you got to go in there and make a comment. Or if you see a totally dead entry in a blog that hasn't got any comments, stick one in there. Uh, you'll be amazed how many people go and will not read an article with zero comments, but will read an article with one comment. Uh, I don't get that. Well, yeah, I do. Hell, I do it myself. It's a method of screaming. Some guy went in and read it and left a comment. Hey, maybe it's worth reading. You know? Well, anyway, media sweeps. We try to do five a day. Now, granted, it's only one state. It's only the Senate race, so it's not all that complicated. You know, you know, we try to hit uh, the TV station sites in Metro. There's three majors, two minors. We hit four radio sites in Metro every day. We hit two radio sites in Augusta, two in Columbus, two in Savannah, two in Macon. TV site in Macon, TV site in Columbus, TV site in Savannah, TV site in Augusta, you know, just to see what's going on. And if we can put something in there, we will. The objective is to keep Alan's name appearing, so that if you do a web search on Alan Buckley, you'll get some frequent or fresh results. Something common. Right. Because we have no money. It's not like we can buy this stuff. So you have to manually go out and do it. Nor do we have a staff of 300 cyber ninjas. You know, hell, if I had one cyber ninja, I mean a real cyber ninja, too. You know, I'm not talking about some fucking cheeseball kid that knows how to turn a PC on, an email on attachment. I mean a code-reading son of a bitch. I need a hacker for what I need. Here's my list of things that every competent, asymmetric, underfunded campaign should have. Well, to begin with, you should be underfunded. You should have money. Now, the question in money is how much do you need in financial assets to grab a U.S. Senate seat? Well, here in Georgia, the Republican incumbent had about 10 million bucks to start with. The Democratic challenger, after a really trying primary and runoff, came out of the bank with roughly a million. But he grabbed another million, and now he's getting some national support. I'd say on the the money level, Saxby burned through almost $10 million, and is still only five points out, maybe, in front of uh, Martin. Hell, he may be closer now, he may be more like three points. Allen, with $4,000, has gotten 5% of the vote. And we think it's mainly, mostly, due to our efforts, so that individuals who are interested in Allen could find something else out about Allen. Allen's a neat candidate.
He really is. I mean, he'd be an excellent singer. A real hair shirt of a guy. Uh, he's not pleasant. Yeah, well, maybe he would be if he wasn't under so much stress. But, you know, check this out. He's been running this campaign and continuing to work full time. I mean, think of that. These other two bozos, this is the job, run this campaign. My guy has to work to feed his family and run a campaign. Yeah, that's a hell of a damn, uh, that's a hell of a thing, I think. Now, I volunteer all my time I can for him, and I don't get paid. And my compatriot, Chris, same way, he don't get paid. As far as I know, his campaign manager don't get paid. How could he? There's no money. And yet, he's going to cause a runoff in a critical race at a critical time where the nation faces so much change. And, and one of the changes that is being sought is for a filibuster-proof U.S. Senate. 60 seats, although they say the number isn't that important. You know, if you got 55 or better, then you'll probably be able to do what you want. But by the rules of the Senate, if you had 60 seats, you could certainly do what you want, as long as all 60 of your senators would do what you told them. Now, if you have 59 Democrats and 40 Republicans and one Libertarian, seems to me like the Libertarian suddenly becomes a pretty important fellow. I mean, if he's the swing vote, whether this gets rammed down everybody's throats, or wait a fucking minute, let's talk about it. Allen would be the guy to have in that position. Let me tell you. Obama wouldn't have to worry about, am I going to have to jerk pork out of this package? Wouldn't be there. Mm. I can see a bunch of 99 to 1 votes. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll still be there. <laughs> it'll be one vote against it, and it would be the Libertarian. And Alan Bucko's got the cojones to stand up and make that vote for six years. He's got six in him. Guarantee it. He can walk the walk, talk the talk for six years. And over a time frame, like six years, you know, his legend can grow because his deeds will accumulate because he will have done things. Now, to be honest with you, I can't imagine why anybody would want to spend more than six years in Washington, D.C. I wouldn't want to go there all myself. No interest in it. But the process itself is intriguing. <coughs> well, this communication dragged on about 10 minutes now. Shit. I need to shut it down, too, because otherwise it'll get too long. The files get too big and people don't want to mess with them, and I can't blame them. Uh, the 29th of October, we were talking, well, we talked about, started talking about operations. And we got into uh, outcomes of the election. You know, and it really breaks my heart that, that uh, it doesn't break my heart, but, you know, it would have been a lot funnier if we'd had $20,000 to spend this week. Man, could have carpet bombed Georgia. I could have rolled up. I could have rolled 12 spots out. A new one every hour building on the previous one. Never been done before. You know, the carousel effect, the daisy chain. You know, uh, spot A refers to spot B, refers to spot C, refers to spot D. You know, making it apparent that they are all linked. Then we'll take one of any one of the television commercial, <coughs> television show ideas. Stretch it for 12 episodes. I mean, we could do 12 Bs. Think about that. Pick 12, uh, one topic items you want to talk about. Uh, special interests, health care, taxes, 
defense, trade. Each one of those could be uh, a little homey kind of leave it to Beaver, thirty-second lesson in citizenship. You know, that would have value. And uh, Chris and I have discovered that this the television theme so television theme music really resonates in people our age. You know, I'm fifty. If you're five years either side of me, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's a bond in time. We're Americans, but we're the 45 to 55 crowd. You know, this is how we roll. This is what we think. This is what we wear. We're old, fat, white guys. We are in prime bull shape. And we're bulls. We lead the freaking herds that we're associated with. When we get together, the herd will run. Mm. I'm telling you, man. Bad Hawaiian shirts, dark sunglasses. And if at all possible, excellent footwear. Anyway, we've, uh, oh, we've put up a libertarian gear page over at uh, Bludgeon and Skewer. I'm quite proud of it. I mean, you know, it has one nasty, nasty uh, Remington 870 shotgun. It's a highly modded weapon. Looks good. Something right out of Starship Troopers. We have the uh, Magpul Masada Carbine. That's a that's a gas piston upper on an AR lower. Polymer furniture, side folding, adjustable butt stock, kind of like that 556 thing, you know. It looks a hell of a lot like a 556, but what do you expect? It's a gas piston upper on an AR lower. You know, Magpul mags. You know, nicely decked out. Got the three-point chain sling hanging on the bitch. Got the uh, got a little eight-point optical magnifying package. You know, got the surefire light for you. Three, uh, three rail, three position, no, three point rails, three rail points on the forehead. Kit it out, quite nice. After that, we go to the handgun section. We just offer three Glock 21, two Glock 21s, and a Glock 36. It's a kind of a combination kit. You know? One for the nightstand, one for you to carry, and one for the glove box. From there, we move on to the catered in. One gallon a minute water filter. Man, this thing's industrial. Think about it. It'll process a gallon of dirty water a minute. That's pretty quick. Half an hour, you can do 30 gallons. That's enough for 30 people for a day. Then we go on to the MREs, you know, freeze-dried food. And then, of course, ammunition. So, you know, you're thinking libertarian gear, site. You know, the gear part of our site, it's shaping up nicely. we got some good stuff. Need to hook up with an FFL so we can begin pushing that. I'll sell them on the internet. Why the hell not? Should be able to get the Libertarian Party server guy to, to handle our account. Mm, we should do that. Yeah. That's a business we can do now. And we need to put up a ringtone site. Yeah. Hey, believe it or not, kids. Uh, back in the early days in September. When our ads first began playing in the Thompson area, there were requests for them as ringtones. Yeah, that struck me at the time, but of course I'm so lethargic. Being an old fat white guy, I didn't get around to actually doing anything about it, other than jotting down a note on the old uh, campaign book and uh, doing a basic web search on ringtones. I got registered at a ringtone site, but 
Well, I haven't had really time to go investigate that any further detail, but I think there's probably a better, cheaper, faster way to get it done. Hell, I'd just like to have it right on my site. Bang. I'll, you come to my site, you want the ringtone, play it. Oh, that's good. I'll take it. That'd be even better. More money into the coffee. Man, I gotta catch some of that. I gotta be like a like one of those sea anemones you see on those nature shows. You know, he's got a little fork there and he like sticks his tentacles up and he just kind of grabs food as it goes by. We need to get some kind of tentacle device out there on the internet to grab dollars. You know, collect them up. You know, move them into the central account. So we have a war chest. That's really what I want. You know, instead of being a fucking millionaire, I'd just rather have a big goddamn war chest. You know? I mean, I got a fucking ton of money. Wouldn't it be cool to have $250 million to go play with? That shit. Piper money. These days, if you're serious, you need $250 billion. <laughs> yeah, well. That would put you in Bill Gates' range. You know, fucking Bill Gates. He should be running a country somewhere. Could have bought one by now. Gates land. If you want to live like Bill Gates, come here. You know, there have been crude attempts at that in this country and around the world as well. Uh, you know, jaded communities. You know, um, what do you call them? Uh, enclaves of the very rich. You know, walls and, and actual gates and codes and uh, maybe a guy riding around in a white truck, you know, playing security guard. Who knows? <coughs> in America, you could get away with just that level. I don't know if that would work so well in Kenya. Oh, man, that just brings back, you know, need to give uh, George Hussein a buck. Send George Hussein Obama a buck. And that's an ad we need to run. Yeah. Too bad it's too late in the campaign. But you know, we could mock it up. But now, see, i got to get over the camera again. I got enough extras around the house. Around the neighborhood. I can easily grab five or six teenagers. Yeah, we'd probably find it interesting to be in a political aspect. Probably would have legal implications because of age. Hey, but nobody's getting paid. Come on. It's all volunteer. It's a club. What the hell can I tell you? It's not a well-greased political attack. Intelligently directed. One of the first smart bombs out here on the uh, campaign trails. That's another thing about us old fat white guys. You know, campaign trail? This ain't the first trail I've been on. There's plenty of boys just like me. So how, do, how, what vision do you have of the future, Grant? What do you think, Jim? What vision do you have of the future? It'll be hard to tell you because it's already 18 minutes. I'm like, this is three podcasts. I really need to start breaking these into six-minute chunks. Because the six-minute chunk ones get downloaded, but the longer ones don't get played. So, I don't know, maybe keep it in that segment module kind of mode. Anyway, well, podcast number 35, 29 October. 2008. I'm going to sign off now and say good night and may God bless.